In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. So how do you cure burnout? Step Is it one, curable? Step one, drink lots of water. <laughs> Get out of the sun. That's step two. Quit reading news. Yeah. yeah. Get off of social media. The way you don't cure it is by being burned out and then getting crappy news and then having things like back to school and then yeah. having the hottest month in recorded history. Another way you don't cure it is by reading the book Blood Meridian repeatedly looking for solutions. <laughs> I guess there's laws against that shit now. <laughs> is there? So yeah, we're coming out of the uh, just general like, whew, there's actually been a lot going on. There has been. Um, I just thought of the word doldrums, malaise. <laughs> It is. School started again, and then we came out of this heat, and I think oh, there was no. There's just been a whole bunch of stuff coming across. But at the same a lot, time, there's a lot of frustrating things going on yes. in Oklahoma City that that yeah, don't I mean, have easy resolutions. From the very fact that going outside has been frustrating, like just, just walking part. out the doors, like oh god. So it's part of that is you know you've basically been locked up inside any place you can find. Well, and another part of the frustration too, is I think the past two weekends leading up to the weekends, looking at the forecast, there was this promise of like a cool weekend, like 82 high on Saturday and rain and it didn't happen. And then it didn't happen again. (laughs) And I I had my heart set on that both weeks and it just kind of, it took the oomph out of me. We've had some nice days. There have been nice, uh, some of the mornings, yesterday morning, real cool, like 60 degrees, going outside, having my coffee, and that was nice, but yeah, I melt when it gets hot, and I turn into a whiny baby. (laughs) It's just what happens, I admit it. Hasn't been a lot of urban adventuring, but that (laughs) doesn't mean there haven't been adventures. I have done some personal urban adventuring that's been quite fun. It's nothing new, and it's nothing that we've never talked about before or or had guests who have personal involvement in it. But I went and did it for the first time. I took uh, took my daughter Maddie whitewater rafting at the River Adventure Sport. She absolutely loved it. Um, I thought it was fun. I didn't think it was possible to make those two treks. Fun because in my head, I had the river sport people just running you down the rapids and then being done. Mm. But you play on the rapids. Um, you get out there and you surf the rapids. There's a, one of the tracks where you can tie your raft up and just sit in the boat as the water goes under it and you can do oh, different cool. tricks in it. Um, we had a boat flip over on us, or not on us, but a boat flip over that was behind us. So we got to rescue people by pulling them out by their you know, oh, life nice. vest straps. And <laughs> so we got to do a rescue. Then we did the Sky Ridge Trail, where they strap you in, and you walk across those beams 10 feet, right. 20 feet, 30 feet, 40 feet up in the air. 
until you're tingling with anxiety so much that you don't know if you can move anymore. <laughs> um, Wasn't that? Was I don't that have s- that fear. I actually love heights. Yeah, I've done, I've done that part of it. Before. Was that similar to the high ropes course back at the old summer camp? Was yeah, it but like over that? and over again. The oh, next okay. level, ten feet up, oh, ten wow. feet until it goes like sixty feet. And up. It's like six levels, and like each level gets just a little bit harder. The beams yeah. get a little narrower, or all of a sudden the beam is broken and there are gaps, and or <laughs> and the steps like, are swinging, and then you're like, which sixty foot twisty slide would you like to take down? <laughs> right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're fast. I mean, you go down in, in like three seconds. Uh, we, we wanted to do the zip line that day, but it was closed due to wind. Uh, but I couldn't believe how cheap it was to do all that. For 50 bucks, you do the rapids, the zip line, the sky troll bridge, the rumble drop, um, oh, yeah, the all rumble the kids' drop, activities, yeah. um, uh, the sky ridge, the, the sky trail, all that stuff. And you could do it for as long as you're there, as many times as you want. Yeah, and that's not even talking about like just the surrounding area. I mean, we were there that this location pops up in our 48 hour yeah. film. We were there and it was just like, you see the playgrounds that, that giant airbag thing where kids could just like launch each other up. In yeah. The air. yeah. It's some kind of new water. They had a lot of water fixtures that seemed new to me. Um, like the, some, there was some contraption. Yeah. Everybody was standing around that was just like every 45 seconds or yeah. something. It was just it, dumping it water. water. <laughs> it's uh, I was watching people use that. That reminded me of when we first started taking my daughter swimming, the kids pools, like at the new YMCA and more, you know, and the, a lot of the new water, the spray grounds have those buckets that dump on people. Um, and so one of the things we didn't get to do is, of course, down on the shore, they have stand-up paddle boards, kayaks, and canoe rentals. And Maddie really wanted to do those, but we ran out of time. Because yeah. we just, we did, it took so long to do all that other stuff we were doing. And uh, I said, well, I don't know when we're going to get a chance to go back all day like that. Well, something popped up that Riversport was taking a handful of their stand-up paddle boards to that little pond in the Myriad Gardens. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And for five oh, bucks, right. you could ride it for 15 minutes. So we went down there at 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning and paddle boarded in the garden pond for 15 like minutes. Like where the koi are, where like you feed the, the fish. Are. And my daughter's an excellent swimmer. She's been swimming with the wife for like eight years and she's been in tumbling, so she's got good balance and... Anytime she does something like that, she wants to get wet. And so she's standing on the paddleboard and I look over and she's acting like she's losing her balance. I'm like, you're about to fall. She goes, how do you know? I said, I can just tell by the look on your face. And then she just took a dive right into the water. (laughs) So, and then after that, she's like, well, I guess all that's left is to ride the Ferris wheel. So then we went and rode the Ferris wheel. And that was, those were two different Saturdays. So there's been some urban adventuring with kids. I went to the dentist and had crown work done. (laughs) And got some hydrocodone. Yeah. Maybe that's where some of the burnout's coming from. Uh, yeah. That, was, that no. was about the extent of my adventures. Although, um, because of the heat and being, you know, all cranky and sometimes it causes the road rage to come on a little bit. Not that I actually practice any road rage, but I was coming home today and I was southbound on Walker, just passing 28th, like up into Paseo. And there were two cars northbound that were obviously driving kind of slowly. Um, Who knows why? Pokemon going or something. But the third car behind them apparently was just not having it. So they floored it and passed both of these northbound cars in the southbound lane on Walker, like right there by 28th Street. So I had to stop to let this person come by because they were passing the two slow cars. So as they come by real slow, I'm just flipping them off right (laughs) in their face as they're coming by. like, you don't pass two cars northbound on Walker like that. And I'm sure by the time they got up to the stoplight at 30th, it was probably red. And those two cars came in right behind them. It's like, ah, it's not the interstate. So anyway, that was 
That's one of the things that the heat does to me is it just makes driving. There's not a lot of room on Walker for road rage. No, there's not. But Walker is kind of a highway. It is. Through like the city a little bit. Like, but I don't usually find myself flipping people off while I'm driving, but it just, it just happened. It was, I was like on autopilot or something and just birds went up in the air. (laughs) Oh, anyway. Uh, Speaking of traffic and highways, they're about to just start screwing up. Yeah, my community is destroyed. Like, I haven't even wanted to read that article. I just no. yeah. it was just like, ah, not a... Uh. 235 is about to become impassable. Like literally the, years. the, the yeah. part that they are going to be doing is, is the part that I drive on every day. Yeah. So, so is it basically that whole interchange area? Yeah, from... From right south of 63, you know when you're going northbound and you hit kind of like 63rd and it turns into the nice big highway. So right south of that, right. uh, down to 36, you know that whole oh, section geez. that's still just the old two lanes. They're going to be re- that, they're going to finish that part of it. I have often driven through that and thought to myself, man, it's going to suck the day mm-hmm. they decide to come through here and finally work on this. Because- and it starts tonight. Actually, tonight oh, is the wow. beginning. Yeah. So the next three years. Even, you know, going down Western a lot of times is a challenge in and of itself. And that's going to be a reroute for a lot of people who's going up and down Western. Well, at least they finished that. Yeah. Well, I guess we don't get to shop Edmund anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, that's right. I man. never did anyway. Hashtag we never even Edmund. talked about that whole Twitter debacle. <laughs> that's obviously I mean, clearly, it's, it's, clearly another thing that shows there is. I've, had, I've mentioned before that I've been trying to find, like, what is Oklahoma City's voice? And like, what is the underlying theme that the city has to say? And I think a lot of it is unchecked aggression and (laughs) unexpressed negativity. And it comes out in so many weird ways, thrown at so many random topics. And to see that whole debacle blow up against hashtag shop Edmund was like just this pent up rage. Like we would have, we could have gotten a gaggle of people from Oklahoma city and lynched that lady (laughs) and everyone would have cheered to see her hang. Swear to God, that's what Twitter felt like. (laughs) I'm not sure that it was that extreme. Maybe that's just uh, your own pent up rage. Yeah, I don't know, uh, man. It looked pretty vicious. But as, as once again, we don't condone murder. That's not something no, that no. we we do not promote that at all. I mean, I think it was just. Yet. It, it was just Twitter is a Twitter is a powerful voice. It is. in this city, and mm. so what was viewed as a misstep by someone kind of. Some, people picked up on it, myself included. And honestly, I was having more fun with it. Anything it's to me, it's there's, it almost felt more like some of the other little fun, jokey hashtag things that have popped up around here. Um, there's salad chat. There's various things that people have kind of adapted. And so to me, it looked more innocent than that aggression level of aggression. It looked more like this community that's used to having these fun, playful, little hashtags saw this misstep from somebody and thought, let's have fun with this and turn this into a joke back on. The, and I think it started where it did it. There were some people that got kind of dark about it and it yeah, got, some, it got probably bigger than it should have. Well, yeah, faster like, than it Lord should have. Baphomet changed his handle to Lord shop Edmund Matt. <laughs> Edmund's going to build a wall which I and think make is, more pay for which it. Which I think is a, is a sign of what I'm saying is right. that, like, these are the parody Twitter accounts, you know, the Hefner canal goats chimed in on it. I'm sure yeah. other people, it was just this, and then it, but as some people pointed out, that something we forget is there are people on Twitter who don't realize those things 
And That's true. There's still a person behind that account, and it inadvertently just like I, I admit, I expected like a group of maybe ten people to kind of pick up on it and play it and and have fun with it, and like it was suddenly like the number one trending thing in our in our region yeah. or whatever, how our Twitter tracks that. And if you're not familiar with what had happened, there was an account and admin, a Twitter account where they had asked people to stop using a specific hashtag because they said it belonged to them. Um, and they were correct. You can trademark you can a hashtag for commercial use. And they really only meant they wanted certain businesses to not use it. Right. They didn't mean the entire Twitter universe, but it, it just, it came off wrong. Right. It was not their intention, but. And honestly, I think going back to what we were saying too, about being burned out, locked up, like the city has been so freaking hot. Nobody's been going out and doing things. And so a lot of people have been hanging out. <laughs> yeah, like I bet you media. if we looked, you would <laughs> see a spike in traffic on things like Twitter and social mm-hmm. media because people, I know for me, like that when I'm in a mode where I do want to go out and do something like a lot of times I'll just look and see what's going on and be reminded of, you know, go check Facebook events, go look at Twitter and be like, was there something going on that it might be interesting to go attend tonight when I feel like going out? But Lately, that's been few and far between. So yeah. I think that's well, evolved then, into people just being bored on Twitter, and then this thing kind of just yeah. And there's not there's been some cool stuff happening here. I mean, it's in the in one weekend, well, Journey and Alice Cooper both played in that's Oklahoma true. City. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Alice Cooper at the Criterion. That was pretty sweet. Is that right? Yeah, I'm Journey over at uh, the Chesapeake, the Peak. Oh yeah, that's that's the other thing. Is like the heat hasn't really stopped anything i'm trying to remember where i was the other day and i was just floored by how many people were still out in the in the thick of it yeah it makes you think a lot too about all those people that spend their work day outside like ups drivers or any delivery drivers postmen you know construction workers all the people that have to bear the brunt of that on a daily basis definitely feel for them but uh, one of the things that happened, too, on social media was on Friday, the whole Able Commission thing, which is, an, I think, some obvious good anger that busted out online. Disable the Able Commission? Disable Able, yeah. It's pretty, it's, it's, it's way more disabled than it, it's been disabled from how powerful it was in previous years. Yeah, I don't remember, and I've, I've cited this before and been confirmed that this is something true. Like they're only even down to like eight yeah. enforcement officers. Like it's not a very big organization anymore. And I think to me, what this feels like even more than anything else is with, you know, here we are finally trying to modernize way outdated laws. Like you're, uh, you were reading that lost article <laughs> was joking about, he had to go to Colorado to buy cold Oklahoma yeah. beer. And, so it's just, I think to me, it's just a sign that like, not only is the law outdated, but our whole, apparently the structure of it is outdated. If there's some additional body that can step in and interpret this law, like we already have people that do that. Like, why do we need? Well, and to, and to go back to a couple of instances, if you'll remember back when, uh, H and eight first started, it was the able commission that came out and raided that whole thing, which caused a big stir because the people that were putting on H and eight at the time, had spent all of this research and effort and time into making sure that they had the right permits and they had the right permissions from the city, only to find once the event started, nope, Able Commission came right in and shut it down after they had gotten all of the yeses and you're good to goes to throw this event. Um, and then, of course, the whole uh, the whole fiasco with the pump 
And right. the the laws that um, the officer was citing whenever they made that arrest at the pump saying, you know, it was because of alcohol or bacon infused vodka, which, of course, is not really why it happened. Um, but the ABLE Commission had to come out and do a ruling saying, no, that the bacon infused vodka is OK. And so then and actually the Senate bill 424, Mary Fallon had signed into law a couple months ago. Right. And this was the law that is going to allow local breweries to sell their beer directly to the public on their brewing brew house premises. Um, and the two senators that put this bill together had done it with the intention. But these breweries would not just be selling you like growlers of packaged beer to take home or cans, but also to serve you a glass of beer to drink right. and consume while you're there. And so it was on Friday that the ABLE Commission uh, had this meeting that they pointed out they felt that the way that the bill was written um, was too open to interpretation. And to the ABLE Commission, it meant, nope, you guys aren't going to be able to serve beers for people to drink at the breweries. And, of course, caused right. a huge uproar. And the way they worded it was something like, this is how we're going to interpret this. Right. Which even kind of implies, like, we know it's questionable, but we're going we're gonna to make this decision. And yeah. They were even going to still allow the sale of High Point beer in cans and growlers. It was just the consumption part. Right. Like you just the argument was there. there was there was not the word for on-site consumption in the right. bill. There's just on-site sales. But and since it did obviously leave that open to interpretation, they have now deferred to the attorney general, who is Scott Pruitt. Right. Boo. Which, yeah, I mean, that's not that doesn't even sound that great because this is the same guy that's been trying to sue Colorado for legalizing pot, you know. So right. we're going to defer this question out of that guy, right? Um, they're supposed to be making it so the law goes into effect on Friday, the twenty sixth, and so they say that the attorney general's office will have um, a decision in place by the time that the law goes into effect as to whether or not. These breweries can can serve beer. And there's a lot of breweries that have already set up shop to be able to serve beer like that. They're depending on this. They have income that they're expecting to be making off of this. And so this would literally be a slap in the face just because of some bureaucrats that are worried about the interpretation of a law. When What difference does it make? Now, Why does it matter? Remind me who typically interprets the law. I, I which judges interpreted law, <laughs> right? So, and the attorney general even is the state's attorney, right? So, still not a judge. So, why why isn't this? Why are these other bodies? Is my question. Why are they all of a sudden that is a even good question. open I have no to idea. interpreting the law? Like I realize, Abel is an enforcement division, I guess, of the state, and I guess they have that's their mandate. They've been charged with interpreting, mm -hmm. but again. It, the, Able Commission is alcohol beverage licensing enforcement, something like something. that. Yeah. Isn't the E enforcement though? Yeah, or and they're also entity? the same commission that's over bingo. bingo. <laughs> that they we that we have an actual commission in Oklahoma that oversees bingo activity. Right when all of the, I mean, that's basically how we got slot machines. Is they're all just really forms of they're forms bingo. of bingo. Yeah. It's just a, so I think at this point just, in time, it really is starting to bring up the question, is the ABLE Commission necessary? Why do we have them around? Right. You know? Because we have sick, sick people still living here. Yeah. <laughs> sick bastards. So that was one of the, that's one of the, yeah. because 
that Senate bill, you know, with Fallon signing that was a victory. It was, right. it was this, yes, there's finally forward progress. We're starting to actually have, you know, normal laws, normal local law, where we're not being the butt of a joke. And then all of a sudden this happens. It's like about to go into effect and like, nope. And then they put the brakes on it. Right. I well, mean, it, it almost other, kind of feels like for spite, which I know. It, it and the other big thing is that but, we have potential additional potential legislation coming up yes. for more liquor. Well, here, and here's something that just pissed me off because I just found this out and I haven't done any of the research yet because it's all just hearsay. <laughs> but here's the basics of what I heard. So we know for a fact there's going to be a ballot or there's going to be um, a bill on the ballot for allowing full strength beer. Which would be state question 792. 792? I, I don't yeah. remember the numbers. It's to change the constitution. So what that does, it allows places like grocery stores to sell what liquor stores sell. Right. But not vice versa. No, it is vice versa. But then there's a second what bill that is vice versa. versa. So right now you cannot go into Byron's and buy, um, you know, your glassware and your limes and groceries right, and stuff right, right. That, and mixers and Coca-Cola. You oh, can't go I, get right, those right, at Byron's. Right. Well, this one law will allow Walmart to sell what liquor stores sell, but liquor stores can't sell what Walmart sells. But there is another version of it where it works both ways. Where liquor stores will get to sell the stuff that Walmart sells, like mixers and you know yeah. drink glasses and tobacco and all this stuff. So which one do you vote for? The one that's already coming on the ballot, or do you wait for the one that actually allows liquor stores to also be more convenient places to buy stuff? So that second one you're saying that goes both ways is not coming on the... It's still, I believe, trying to gather signatures to get on there, but its well, backers didn't put out enough, didn't get enough tension attention paid to it as the other one did because the other one has things like Walmart behind it. Ah, okay. Interesting. So now I haven't done my research on that, but I'm being told by some people in the industry that those are the differences between the two bills and no. why some local places don't want the one coming up to we've be already, on. We've already passed the deadline for right. submissions and signatures. And I saw, I, I believe Joe Dorman was posting the other day because he's obviously been a big advocate for the Oklahomans, what is it called? Oklahomans for, or uh, medical health. marijuana. I don't know. But it's, it's the organization that's for medical marijuana right. in Oklahoma. And they're still waiting on that count to come back. I don't know if yeah, this is updated. I haven't been paying attention. So it came back. Gonna, it did. It was short, like 6,000 votes. Are you kidding me? Nope. We've had to do it's this It's not going to be, yeah. It was and short. And there was a, there were, they were, I mean, the post I'm referring to, he was talking about another state question. Oh, you're right. There. That came back before that was shy yeah. Like 10,000. It was You're something right, else. I don't know if it was another and was they it kept another using one. using the phrase account counts being delayed by a week for some reason or another. Right. So I'm wondering And there a threat of them not not only have, not there, having enough votes but missing the deadline of having the, them counted. Well, this post was like one of them failed for being short by like maybe 6 or 10,000 and then he was said they were still waiting on the other which so they sure felt the, like were going to be the, the current medical marijuana petition that Joe was pushing failed. Are no, I think there were two different ones. Okay. I don't know. Again, I haven't looked at my... Well, that's another thing that's causing burnout. Like, wow. It's, we, we, ha we have to fight this until we're all just going to be grizzled, grumpy bastards. <laughs> or we could just move to Colorado. <laughs> no, see, no, that's not the right answer. No, you got to keep fighting the good fight. Yeah, and, and if you will. look at it, and it, uh, let's just assume for a moment it has failed by 6,000 signatures. That's pretty good like 
that's the best version of that yet. It's not like we've, we're trying all these things and they're constantly fail. I mean, they are constantly failing, but we're getting a little closer each time. And so that does feel like progress. It makes me think that that there will be progress. Like this whole thing with the interpreting the high point beer sales by breweries. I think, I think there's going to be so much backlash from this. I mean, there already has been a lot of backlash. And and from what I'm understanding, because the thing that's really crazy is the breweries and other entities have already been planning a lot of events and things. They're just saying uh, Okinawa is doing the taproom tour Mm -hmm. where they've got these buses lined up. They're going to bus people from brewery to brewery and everybody's going to go there and have a high point beer, get on the bus, party. Each brewery is pulling food trucks and things out. And so it's going to be this crazy celebration of like, bus around and have all right. of this beer. I mean, and enjoy this whole thing. And now it's like all on. Yeah. A lot of stuff has been kind of hold. put on hold or changed. But what's dangerous about this is all of these people already planned to be available that day right. to do this. So people that knew about this were already thinking I was, it was already on my radar as something I might like at least go and, you know, stop at a brewery or something by myself and you know, maybe go to Anthem and, and, and have a, a, an actual golden one or whatever at the tap room. At Anthem, yeah. Um, so what's dangerous about this is all of these people were already going to be off. They were already planning on drinking beer all day and you just put a damper on their party. Yeah, you did. Like you're talking hundreds, if not thousands of people. I mean, because even if that beyond that one, there were going to be other tours, there are going to be other breweries celebrating, there are going to be like, this was not going to be a small thing this was a big deal for oklahoma and so i just i'm curious to see what happens on friday even if the ruling especially if the ruling comes back no you you can't and this totally flies in the face of people that believe in um you know less government overreach and smaller government and like this this completely flies in the face of that for a state filled with conservatives and people who believe in smaller government Right. Although it, it kind of seems like it's, it makes me think of when you have, whenever you watch Shawshank Redemption and he tells Andy Dufresne, he's like, there's only two things that people want the money in this state to buy, and that's more prisons and more bars, meaning <laughs> je- meaning more, more bars for jail cells. It seems like that, you know, they don't want a lot of government overreach and government overstep. But if it comes to like alcohol or, or things that are people's vices, then yeah, you can, you can screw with that as much as you want. We don't care. Right. So disable able. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it is a, it is an unnecessary organization that um, we can find a better process to well, take care of. Like the tax commission, you know, a lot of them can right. take care of probably some of the things that the ABLE commission takes care of. Well, and the, the thing that's interesting to me too is like, hypothetically speaking, one thing that could happen on this Friday is everybody that's having these plans for this thing. What if every brewery just said, we're going with you the know law. What? We're, yeah, we're going with it. The able, we were just talking about the limit, limitations of the able condition. I don't know if we would start getting police or yeah, county sheriffs. What I think I've learned is retribution runs deep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not advocating that anybody do this. No, or, I know like, from the other yeah. side. From the other side. From the authori- like, authoritarian nothing side. By, nothing, nothing may happen that day. Something will But happen. then the next thing you know, the shakedowns occur. They start citing old laws and start screwing with people. And right. start and making these news articles that throw shade towards something else, really covering up this retribution they're doing for them following the law that day. Yeah, yeah it could get dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's Sometimes burnout requires a little bit of anarchy and some rabble rousing. 
Yeah, I mean, you gotta. You can't be nice forever. You gotta shake things up, like, and and what's interesting to me too is like we have these things that have been so outdated and like, we're finally starting to change them and like, we're starting to rejoice and everybody's kind of saying, yes, we knew this is wrong the whole time. Mm-hmm. Why have we been doing this this whole time? And then it's like, Oh wait, no, we're, you're still going to try and do this. Like, even though we played the game, we, we used the system, we voted, we signed, we've blah, 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 blah. You're still going to play this game. Oh man. in Oklahoma and Oklahoma city politics loves playing the game. That's why all I just, about it. They're all about that's it. Why I'm still, I, I still haven't read the damn book yet, but still when I found this book that was about Oklahoma city politics around the turn of the century and in the 1930s, when it was written was titled and Satan came also. <laughs> it's like, wow, this has been going on for a long time. It's since we were seated. born. Now on the <laughs> other hand too, it's not that it's unique to Oklahoma city because this is pretty much just where right. any human beings gather, whether it's Oklahoma city or, it's some other country in the world. I mean, that's just how human beings behave. It's not unique to Oklahoma City, but what is unique about it is how long it has remained archaic. Yeah. But, you know, something that's just occurred to me when you were saying that is the other thing to consider is what, what the simple explanation of this is, is you have an old system in place and there's new people, young people, us. I mean, I mean, whole generations of people now who are, willing to accept this change and want a lot of these changes. Mm-hmm. And so we can say it's all evil and there's a little nefarious right, stuff, which right. could be true. There might be some of that, but we're in reality, to when the tinfoil hat is you know, on or not. we're talking we're, we're demonizing the able commission. And what sucks yeah. is like, it's not those eight people that we're demonizing necessarily. Those are people who are just, that's their job. It goes back to the Twitter. Where we're like, right. The intention wasn't to demonize this, this person for this act. It was, it's interpreted one way and we're interpreting this as like, ah, frustration, anger, the devil. And yeah. These people are, there's this huge conspiracy. To, it's the reality is like, oh, there's whole job, there's whole organizations. People's jobs are based around there's people that are going to fight for their things too. Even if they may be somewhere in the back of their head are like, I know this sucks. I hate working. Well, yeah. And it also, I can't imagine there's a lot of people that work for the tax commission that are like super excited. I mean, maybe if they just are giddy over numbers, but it it was not a happy place. The few times I've been there. No. And it feels like there's an instance where there's this out of touch contingency. And that's based upon one of the comments that the director of the able commission made on Friday where he said, yeah, up until two weeks ago, we didn't even realize that breweries wanting to serve cold beer for people to drink on their premises was something that anybody even wanted. It's like, how are you, how are you that out of touch to not realize this is going on in your city? I mean, that just, the governor passed a bill. Right. About it? How are you not right. aware of this? <laughs> and how are you so out of touch about it? That it's because he just got back from a six week European vacation. Yeah, it almost no. feels like that you kind of do this thing like almost flippantly, you know, well, we don't know about the interpretation of this, so we'll just send it over to the attorney general's office and let him decide. Um, like, you know, at least try to be in touch and listen to people and take your job seriously. Cause it comes across as you not. Right. And if you are the enforcement division of this, then you should be listening to the actual right. branch of the government that interprets the law, which would be yep. the judges who I'm assuming have probably already seen this bill because for it to make it, that's the whole like checks balances thing is like mm-hmm. everybody looks at it and says, yes, this, this is constitutional. This is, yeah. So we've already been through this. Like there shouldn't, there should be no question about the interpretation. Right. There should be zero question. And about that's it. what the campaigns 
to help this free the taps and all the stuff are pushing is like, please honor the original intent of the law, right. which we all know it was this, because, this argument about, we didn't know that's what people yeah. wanted. That yeah. is the one thing that's just like, no, you knew. Or, and if you didn't, you're right. Like how can and you And if be everybody's so already behaving in a manner <laughs> that that is what's going to happen when the law goes into effect, that obviously means that the intent was there. You can't pretend right. it wasn't, you right. know, you can't play dumb. Right. So stop, stop playing dumb. Get on board. Once any bill is passed, can they always be sent to Scott Pruitt for <laughs> review? God, I hope not. Is that what really happened? Am I missing? Am I missing that? I don't, um, I don't understand. That, that is a, that is a roundabout interpretation of it, which makes me again wonder, like, who does, who actually does the yeah, able commission why report does he get to? to decide? Like, why did that one don't get know. treated that way? I, what I don't, is that route of lawmaking? I, I there, 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 there must be a misunderstanding there. I can't figure out how that can be a thing. And well, again, this I mean, is all new stuff, I think, for our city and state right. as well. I mean, th these are things that they're approaching and dealing with that has never been dealt before. This is brand new law. This is brand right. new bureaucracy. Right. And, and it, we can have be, a, it can be confusing. You can't take that frustration out on someone? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Mm. I mean, you could probably go like take some... MMA classes or something and do some sparring and get your, get your ass kicked by some people. Finish him. <laughs> that might help. But no, I don't think you can just go take retribution on somebody. Can I just run around and beat random people with a stand-up paddleboard? No, but I, I think what we can do is if, if this decision that gets made um, does not go in favor of the breweries, then there might be a big push to all right, let's start working to disable the ABLE Commission and making this a more streamlined process where it's better understood and it's easier to get things done and it's clear and there's no miscommunications. You know, I would be more scared if I was the ABLE Commission and we, we as the ABLE Commission lost this battle because I think that even if, I think yes, if it fails and yes, our next step would be to, okay, we need to, prevent this kind of thing from happening again. But I think if we succeed as the city and get the intention honored, yeah. then that's going to drive even harder to say you guys no, because we just proved that they're wrong, that yeah. they're doing the wrong thing. They're acting in the wrong way. Yep. So we no longer need them. If they're going to be the, the fact that their staff has already been very much reduced right. as it is, maybe who knows, maybe there's something that we don't know that, then the you know behind the doors there's already workings to disband it and put those responsibilities on someone else's It'd be shoulders. Nice to have some government moles <laughs> feeding well, now, us inside details. So yeah, if you work in the government, and want to feed us mm -hmm. anonymous inside details, gossip. I, I guess that's why the Ogle has this mole network. Yeah, and actually, if you want to, if you want to read a very humorous take on the whole thing, go over to the Lost Ogle. And read uh, Patrick's recent article about going out to Denver so he could buy some gold. Well, not only that, you know, Patrick's funny. been doing Lost Ogle so long that, I mean, he has been reading and writing about this for a decade. So when stuff like this comes up, he can even go back in his own archives and see when he's right. addressed right. this previous times. And Oh, but hey, on a bright side, we're getting new license plates. Oh, we are getting new license I saw that. There's going to be a scissor tail flycatcher on there. I, like I was it. a little confused by <laughs> the text on it. I don't recall what it said. It said, explore Oklahoma. I know it says that, which, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm down with that. 
there was something at the bottom of it that I remember being confused by, but I don't know. I would still like to have one of those old classic Oklahoma is okay ones. It reminds me of that summer when they let us uh, re-roof the old license plate factory and they brought us up some Bohemia style beers. That's Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah. Crap. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) what are you going to do? Things you'll do when you're locked in a vacancy. Mm -hmm. That's breakfast club. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of movie quotes, the tower is doing another search for, I saw that. for the marquee. Ooh, okay. So hop on the old Twitters. I like that. I like, at tower, I like theater, those tower OKC quotes. I'm trying to think of a good. I think there's quote. a Western that I like where the quote is, you're a bunch of ripe bastards. I <laughs> said <laughs> uh, so there was another, there was a, a, a rumor going, a movie rumor going around. And uh, this kind of harkens back to our unreleased episode and it where we talk about uh, Brokeback Mountain. But did you see that? <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a rumor that there was going to be a, a, a lesbian version of Brokeback Mountain with Emma Thompson or Emma, and Watson, Emma Watson and Margot Robbie. And Margot Robbie. <laughs> it's like, you can't, you can't do it. Then that's, it turned out it was a rumor. That's but, right. We did have, a, we once had a three hour conversation about Interstellar that John kicked off by talking about Brokeback Mountain. I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's the that's our one basement tape. Yeah, that's the basement tape that will be locked in the <laughs> bunker club cellar. Yeah. So when when the bunker club opens, you, they if will, you ever want to go listen to there that, there will be a, an actual bunker in there. And if you look closely, you will see this basement tape. Yeah. And it will be archived there for all time. <laughs> Good. Somebody along with some of our first movies, and along with what yeah, was that yeah. John Malkovich movie that he did that doesn't get released for a hundred years or something like that. You ever um, heard about that? I did hear about that. I forgot that. Supposedly, I heard John about Malkovich it. made a movie, and it won't be released for yeah. 100 years after it was finished. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you so interested in doing research and prolonging lives? Like, because I want to see the John Malkovich movie. Well, no. Uh, let's see. Ray Kurzweil recently. Um, if you don't know him, he's a. I think he calls himself a futurist or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, he likes to sort of prophesize about the future or and he's very, very aware of technology and he's very, very smart. So he's usually pretty good about his explanations for things, but he adjusted, he had a date previously picked that would signal our ability to start extending our life past a, a large number, like past the 200 or something like that, or it might mm-hmm. even be the point at which he predicts that we might be able to become immortal through right. technology. And it previously was like, something way beyond any of our lifetimes already. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that'd be great for them. Right. But he just moved it back to like 2060. Oh. Or maybe it was 2060 and he just moved it back to like 2035 or something. Like it just came within for sure our lifetimes. I'm like, all right, maybe by might be able to just live as long as you need to. We're right? going to be able to jack into the matrix and uh, just plug ourselves in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, it'll either be through technology like that or like, you know, oh, hey, your body's dying. Well, just give me a new body. Give me a new body. I'll just yeah. download into that one. <laughs> we'll have like uh, SIM cards on our neck or something. Exactly. Just pull out the SIM card. You just log it. into your cloud account. <laughs> so, you know, you like log into your iCloud and you just syncs all your profiles. And eventually, that'll just be everything. <laughs> and the new iPhone will just be your body. Wow. I like it. Let's do it. I'm all for it 100%. And just like that, you'll be able to subscribe to it. Like, oh, I just, I lease this body for X dollars a month and it comes with a warranty so if i accidental damage you know you got to cover all that because i break the screen on it <laughs> right hey these eyes are going out i need to um, get some new ones yeah i think the speaker on my iphone is going out it sounds distorted all the time now 
There's a warranty for that too. Well, it's about time for a new phone coming. They're September. coming. Coming in September. That'll be exciting. Wow. Well, are we good? So yeah, that's all the fun yeah, new stuff. And out. Good and burned, burned out. out and got all that out. Um, feels good. Feels good to vent and unload. Yeah, it feels good that it's cooling off. We're finally yeah. getting and it, it maybe it'll rain <sighs> soon. You were looking did you look at the weather earlier? Is it good I did. There's nothing coming. There's no, no storms look, coming. I just swore there were storms coming. But well, we need Gary to come in and explain that crap to us. Uh, That's right. We actually need to. We have a we have a yeah, preliminary agreement about getting Gary in here, so we'll have to follow up with that. This show's Friday and Saturday. It looks like a channel. Oh, maybe even tomorrow it shows. See, I thought it was coming during Your the week. Your wafty show forecast for Oklahoma this City. This it show's ain't going to rain. <laughs> this yeah. show's a 50% well, chance. maybe it is going to rain. Just 50% chance at midnight tonight. Uh, sticking around for that. But Friday and Saturday. I mean, we're not really getting much over 90, so, yeah, at, I mean. Look at Denver. See when it's going to rain in Denver. <laughs> and that's funny because I actually, I actually have Denver programmed in my phone well, yeah. here. Um, so what do I have here? I've got. You probably got Denver and Okima. I've got Oklahoma City, Okima. It's 77 in Okima, 75 in Denver. Wow. Uh, no forecast for rain. Yeah, but it's a dry what's it, 75. What's the weather like in Canada right now? Uh, I don't know. It's 75 in L.A. as well. L.A. and Denver have pretty similar forecasts right now. L.A.'s fine, but it ain't mine. Sunshine's most of the time. The feeling is laid back. Palm trees grow and rents are low, but you know you keep All thinking right. that. Nice place to way visit, back. but I wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> So, uh, well, keep an, keep an ear open for what happens on Friday with that ABLE commission or that uh, Scott Pruitt I'm sure Attorney General's office announcement. And I don't understand why it's taking him so long to figure this out. Like they, they said, they're even expediting the process, so they're actually making it faster. <laughs> that's a whole other. That's yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah. Wait, why does this they take said you since a the decision week? since the law goes into effect on Friday, they're going to make sure and use their expedited process hey, to get it. Here's, here's a real crazy idea. I mean, barring all the other due process stuff, is why don't we just go back to the people that wrote the bill and ask them they, what the intention? Yeah, the senators will tell you. They they already yeah. they they went to that meeting oh, on wait, Friday. I think they've already started speaking up. They did expressing, hey, this is what we meant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Cool off. Yeah. Maybe we'll come back in a better mood. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Woo! I'll be 